He's breaking it down so you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with uh, someone who's just put an amazing career together and just getting stronger and stronger. Uh, David Keckner, you know from so many things. I'll, I'll tell you, American Dad, he's done so many of the voices on there, but uh, Bob Pogo, if you don't listen to or you don't watch uh, F is for Family, it's uh, to me, it's one of the best things out there. He has roots in SNL, Second City, you know him from Anchor, the Anchorman movies, and um, of course, The Office and The Goldbergs. Uh, honestly, what an amazing career he's put together. His latest is the right one, and it's terrific. And it's uh, it's out now. You could uh, you could see it streaming. It's actually in some films here. We just spoke to Ken Mock, a uh, filmmaker on that, and and he they all did a terrific job. Casting was absolutely terrific. But David Keckner here with us. Uh, David, how are you? Thrilled to have you. I'm I'm great. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, go Chiefs. Let's start uh, start this uh, interview <laughs> out right. Um, gonna be a great weekend. Of course, you start your weekend off like you said with uh, a nice romantic comedy. There's no better way to settle in as a little pre-Valentine gift to yourself. The right one, starring Cleopatra Coleman and Nick Soon, stand-up comic, in his first starring role. Myself and Eliza Schlesinger in support of this comedy role. Now, I hate to blow it for you, gang. David Keckner does not get the girl in this movie. It might be the first time he comes. Yeah, too bad. Hey, but listen, but you do get yeah, the roles. That's what people That's what people really tune in for. Like, I hope Keckner finally gets the girl. <laughs> But again, you get roles after role, after role after role, and it's for a good reason. You're great at what you do, and I mean whether it's uh, whether it's behind the scenes or, or uh, doing voice acting or regular acting. Your your sketch work is just legendary. Honestly, what what a career you've put together. Not bad for a kid from uh, uh, Tipton, Missouri. And uh, hey, any other famous people from Tipton, Missouri? Or are you or are you the guy? Is there? One of, one, of, one of the members of the rock band The Birds apparently is from Tipton. He wasn't there when I was growing up, but uh, someone pointed out his tombstone to me. Uh, gosh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Clark. Uh, uh, something Clark. Yeah. He's a member of The Birds and uh, is from Tipton, Missouri. So, yeah, I share that billing. Although there's no sign in that small town uh, giving either of us any recognition. What's your sign with me? I'm on your show. What do I need, right? You, you got to be kidding me! I figured Tipton High School has a has a whole wall dedicated to you. I mean, think about the think about the shows and the movies that you've done. I, you know, if you think about how many millions and millions of people have seen your work, and and heard your work, I, are you? Do you have some kind of? Uh, uh, I, I don't know, anonymity, maybe because uh, you're not the guy who gets the girl in the in the films. Are you able to do your own shopping? Are you able to do that without everybody coming up to you? Do you have any kind of privacy? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I'm certainly less, less well-known, so it doesn't bother me. Um, you know, you go out and then people either they hear the voice or one thing or the other, and um, they, they notice you, which, you know, it's fine with me. Like that, you don't do it for the recognition. You do it for the love of the game. Um, and so as long as I'm able to work, I'm happy. If, you know, a little bit of recognition comes along the way, you're twice blessed. Uh, but like anything, if you, if you do something with purpose and it makes an impact, well, then you've done your job. 
you know, and again, when you look at the when you look at the resume, it's it's tremendous. It's I mean, really impressive. I have you needed to turn down things that you look back on and said, geez, how the hell did I turn that down? Because you were either working on on something that was steady or you were already committed to something. Is there any any kind of uh, I don't, I don't want to call them regrets, but are there any kind of uh, things that you look at and say, God, I, I wish I could have this one back? at my resume it's pretty clear i don't turn anything down (laughs) (laughs) you know years ago uh, oftentimes there'd be casting for a show that was going to shoot in atlanta for you know uh six months or north carolina and i wouldn't even consider it because i do have five kids and i'm like well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go away for six months no way even when we shot anchorman in atlanta i flew back every weekend and that can be taxing that was for three months you know but I, you know, because of the time difference, I was able to make it to their soccer games on Saturday mornings. It was pretty incredible. Um, so, but yeah, I, you know, like the, like you said, there's there's no re- there's no uh, it's it's you can choose to live in regret or not, and I choose not to. Um, and so, um, there's always more. That's the beautiful thing about show business. I don't care what didn't happen yesterday. Today, there's always something new. Whether it's a commercial shooting, a television show, or a movie, there's always going to be something next. So, um, and God willing, we're going to get back to live soon as well. So we'll have that. Um, so yeah, you know, you don't regret. I tell you what, I've done, I've done auditions where I've gotten a standing ovation. I'm not even kidding. I'm not, this is not an ego thing. I've done an audition where I got a standing ovation from the writer, director, and producers. And I drove away thinking that clearly is mine. I got on my agent. I called him from the audition. I'm driving back to my house. I say, book that one. I know I've got it. And he says they already have uh, an offer out to an actor. Wow. 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 Yeah, I mean, I guess, listen. Take the win, right? Yeah. Listen, you you can't uh, you, you can't really regret too much. Yeah, really, you've put together an amazing one. The right one is excellent too, by the way. And the funny thing about this is, I, I would assume that you've worked with everybody at this point. But you mentioned Nick Thune. This is uh, you know this is his first role like this, and and also Ken Mock doesn't usually do uh, this type of uh, of a film. He's uh, he's more unscripted and everything else. And he did a great job on this. Uh, the right one. These are a lot of new people for you. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've known Nick Thune for a long time. In fact, he personally called me and said, hey, listen, Ken wrote this part with you in mind. Would you do it? And I was able to shoot it all in one day, all of my scenes. I flew up. I was doing a television show called Bless This Mess at the time. So I flew up on a Saturday, shot all day Sunday for the movie, and then flew back home. So you know what? Uh, it's Who doesn't want to be in a movie, right? So it was a lot of fun. Uh, like I said, Cleopatra Coleman's the lead. She's fantastic. Nick Thune, Elijah Schlesinger. Also, she is a, a force of nature in this picture, so it's a lot of fun. But I do have to mention one more thing, if you don't mind. My, Please. They say, uh, uh, you know, during COVID, uh, we've all had idle time, and uh, they say, you know, that's the devil's workshop, and the devil got a hold of me. I, I started a new business, uh, talking about things to do when, uh, when during COVID. Uh, I started a new business because I noticed that all these businesses are they're doing Zoom meetings all day, every day, and so they need relief. So I started a business called Hey Good Meeting. We do uh, Zoom fatigue relief for businesses, for your meetings. We provide custom-made comedy. We'll write a show for your business, for your meeting, for your event, for your conference, whatever you've got going. Um, That's a great idea. That's great. Zoom fatigue relief and uh, morale building. Yeah, right on. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a website for that or a social media site you could point us to for the new business? Yeah. Just type in clackety-clack. 
agoodmeetings.com, and uh, you'll find us. We're right there. Listen, absolutely. All kidding aside, that's a brilliant idea. I mean, there's so many people that are doing these Zoom meetings blind, and uh, no, that's that's dynamite. Yeah, uh, thanks, man. It's it's working out so far, and uh, we're always expanding, adding more and more talent to our roster. So yeah, check it out. We're here, you know, with with purpose. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, congratulations on everything. I know a lot of people are waiting to talk to you, but uh, the right one's terrific, and we'll be talking about it as we let you go. Uh, can you give us another uh, social media site uh, for whatever else you're doing? I don't know if you if you do a lot of social media or if you have a regular website for something else. P- please feel free to give it, and uh, and if not, thanks for being here, and we uh, would love to have you for a longer period of time sometime in the future. Absolutely. Uh, like I said, you, you know me from all of my social handles, just type in David Kechner, K-O-E-C-H-N-E-R. And then uh, if you just type in, hey, good meeting, everything should come up. And uh, thanks for the, for letting me do the shout out, man. I appreciate that. Hey, you're the best. David, thanks for being here. Uh, outstanding. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Dave Kechner, everyone. Uh- absolutely has put together an amazing career and again i i i always do this i'm always congratulating people on their careers and for good reason i mean it's uh it, you know when when i try and to uh you know, you know to try to catch somebody on something personal or or anything like that i i'd love to celebrate careers this guy if you look at his imdb internet movie database uh, look at his EM, uh, his imdb and it's it's tremendous i mean it's absolutely tremendous and it's littered with great things uh, you know things that you would love to have one of one, you know, the Goldbergs. He's done twenty-something episodes of the Goldbergs, uh, The Office. He he does he portrays uh, Todd Todd Packer on uh, on The Office, um, Anchorman, which is uh, you know which is huge, and they've got the huge following and uh, cult following behind that uh, that franchise for sure. He did a year with SNL. He started out. Uh, in Chicago with uh, with Second City is terrific. Again, one of my favorite shows on on TV is Bill Burr's show, F is for Family, and it's an uh, animated show. It's 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 terrific. It's uh, it's dark. It's um, uh, you know it's 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 sarcastic. It's cynical. It's whatever. He plays Bob Pogo, this obese boss, uh, chain smoking, uh, out of breath. Out of shape guy, and uh, he, he he's terrific. Bill Burr is terrific. Everybody in that show is terrific. If you get a chance to see that, I think there's only like 26 episodes of that, but it's uh, it's terrific. Uh, Superior Donuts is another thing that I, I haven't seen, but there's a, I've had a lot of the actors on this show, and there's uh, I don't know, he's done 30 something them. American Dad, he's done 50 American Dads. He's got an amazing amazing resume. And uh, just, just absolutely great. Uh, David Kechner, uh, you, you may not recognize the name, uh, but you definitely recognize his work. Uh, absolutely terrific. Check out his new business. He gave the website a little while ago. Uh, check him out. His, uh, again, his career is just absolutely terrific. The right one is the latest. Perfect for Valentine's Day. And if uh, you get a chance to see it, we just had Ken Mock, as you heard on the uh, on the show right before uh, right before David uh, both of them uh, very excited about this film check it out uh, digitally check it out in theaters uh, and uh, and soon you'll be able to see it on blu-ray and DVD Frank McKay here signing off David Kechner has been our very special guest we'll see you all next time on 
Breaking it down. He's breaking it down so you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Harvey Levin is our very special guest, and he is, uh, uh, of course, uh, known for his investigative work. We've had him on before. He is absolutely terrific. And uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, September 6th on Fox, uh, the TMZ premieres. TMZ investigates who really killed Michael Jackson, and that's on at 8 p.m. Everyone's got to watch it. I'll be watching it. Everyone's got to watch Harvey in action. He's terrific. And again, 8 p.m. tomorrow, Tuesday. Make sure that you are paying attention because there's going to be all kinds of all, all kinds of information that we haven't heard before. And Harvey Levin is the reason why. Harvey, how are you? I'm good, Frank. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, can you give us a give us a teaser? Right, we don't want uh, you know we, we don't want you to spoil. And I know you wouldn't do that, but give us a little teaser of what what we could expect here. I'll give, I'll give you more than a teaser. So, look, a lot of people, most people, just about everybody thinks that the reason Michael died is a doctor by the name of Conrad Murray, who was at Michael's bedside when he died. He was arrested. He was charged. He was uh, tried. He was convicted. He was sentenced. He served time. So everybody thinks it was Conrad Murray who plied Michael with propofol, and that's how he died. It is so far from the real story that I can't even tell you. Michael Jackson, sadly, was a drug addict for 25 years, and it wasn't his fault. Michael had a horrible accident in 1984 shooting a Pepsi commercial. His scalp was horribly burned, and doctors gave him opioids. And and that was appropriate because they used it to manage his pain, but they never took him off it. And he got addicted to it, and doctors who wanted to get close to Michael, fueled his addiction, maintained it, connived with him so that he would stay on these drugs, graduated to anesthesia like propofol. And these doctors were in there long before Conrad Murray. Conrad Murray was so late to the game here. Michael was doomed because of the way that doctors handled him. And I'll give you one example. There's a doctor by the name of Arnie Klein in Beverly Hills. Michael went to his office almost every day for months before he died, every day. And Arnie Klein would shoot him up with Demerol in his office or other offices in the building for three hours at a time, massive doses of Demerol. And Arnie Klein did it because he loved being around celebrities. And Michael especially, and he became Michael's, quote, best friend, would go on vacation with him, spend Christmas with him. And what Michael got in return was drugs. And, you know, Arnie Klein was one of a number of doctors. Michael ended up dying where he had 19 different aliases that he used to score drugs. And doctors were the ones who helped him. Amazing. I mean, just absolutely amazing. If you're just joining us a little late. Uh, Harvey Levin is here with us, and the all-new special TMZ investigates who really killed Michael Jackson, 8 p.m. tomorrow. And I, you, you, you've got to check it out. This is, uh, this is a story that, uh, that never quite goes away, but it's, uh, it's important because it's being repeated in, in different spots. I think if people 
Harvey, I think if people don't learn from what happened with Michael Jackson, uh, that that doctors and people and you know dealers and people that are sycophants that get close to celebrities, they're going to run wild. I, do you do you see it as that, or do you, you see things being better now, or tighter now since Michael Jackson died, or is this still a, a serious problem? Well, we're seeing a lot of people dying still, right? I mean, there are a lot of people dying from drug overdoses. So I think it's still a problem. I can't measure whether it's the same, worse, or what, but it's still a problem. I, look, I, I will tell you, one of the people we have in the show is Debbie Rowe. Debbie Rowe has never done an interview before. She wow. is Michael Jackson's ex-wife, the mother of two of his kids. Debbie Rowe worked for the doctor that I just mentioned, Arnie Klein, for 27 years. And she saw what happened in the office with a lot of celebrities, a lot of them. And the things she talks about, I got to tell you, are just jaw dropping that, you know, I'll give you an example. I mean, she would she would say that a celebrity would call and say, look, I'm having a party on Saturday night. I'd love for Arnie Klein to come and you can come. Could you bring 90 Percocet that we could put in a candy dish for um for uh, the guests, and they would do it. Wow. And that's the way they were practicing medicine. And she ends up sobbing at the end when you'll see her on camera and, and saying, look, I don't know how many people died as a result of things we did in the office. And she said, I feel partly responsible for that. I, I mean, that's what, that's a great get as far as an interview goes. I, I don't remember seeing her anywhere. I don't remember hearing her. You haven't. You, know, yeah. you haven't. Yeah. You haven't. And, and, and it's, when she, honestly, of all the interviews, and we have a lot of them, she's the one. I, it's just, you just can't believe it. And we have Conrad Murray on. We have a lot of people on the show. Well, let me ask you something, Harvey. Uh, what, what's the status of, of the kids uh, you know, blanket is one of the names, and princess. You know, you know someone. And, and again, I don't. I, I'm not. You know, being. Uh, you know, trite here. I'm not being. Uh, um, uh, you know, caddy here. But uh, what kind of shape are those kids in? And you know, I imagine they're in the 20s or 30s at this point. Uh, what What do you know about Michael Jackson's kids? Well, look, Prince is doing great. I can tell you that. I mean, he really is this good kid who's got you know. Uh, just really grounded and and kind and and a really good guy. Um, Paris as well. I mean, Paris is you know in the entertainment business now. She's kind of had her ups and downs, uh, some of which have been you know well chronicled. I don't know a lot about Blanket. I don't. Uh, but that's kind of the status right now. I mean, you're right. They grew up in such a bizarre fashion, um, but you know, in different measures, they're doing okay. Yeah, and I apologize, Prince. Right, Prince. And, uh, and and blanket and uh, you know I'm certainly I don't mean to be you know I, I don't uh, want to be uh, you know catty about that but it is it would be an interesting conversation um, uh, that you if you can uh, you know have them on air and not even talking about the death but you know like what it's like to be uh, brought up in that fishbowl and and it's probably like no other fishbowl in the world that was the first you know of the uh, of of this generation that was looked at like that um, any any final Final words on TMZ investigates who really killed Michael Jackson, uh, which premieres tomorrow, 8 p.m. Um, give us uh, give us anything we should know before it, and give us a website and a social media site where we could follow you, Harvey. Well, I mean, the best place to follow me really is TMZ. Um, I, I'm not big on I'm not big on social media yeah, to be honest. It's okay, um, but 
but you know, just the, the special, I think, is really going to give you a look at something. It's one of those things where you think you know the story, and you just—I'm I, I, telling you, there. When when you see it all put together, it, it's just you're just going to be shocked. It's it's eight o'clock Tuesday night uh, on Fox, and I, I really think when you watch it, you're going to be rethinking a lot of stuff. Well, listen, congratulations in advance. I know it's going to be great. We'll be watching it. I'll be glued to the set. Uh, everything you do, Harvey, I, I keep an eye on you. Just great work. Thank you very much for being here. Hey, it's my pleasure. Really appreciate the time. Harvey Levin, everyone, has been our very special guest. TMZ investigates who really killed Michael Jackson. Uh, premieres tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, September 6th on Fox. And it's a, uh, it, it, listen, you can watch it. Anybody who's into pop culture, anyone who has been interested in this story, uh, check it out. It airs tomorrow, 8 p.m. Uh, you know, listen, uh, you know, what is it? Blanket, Prince, and who did I, who did I miss? Uh, you know, in there, a bizarre upbringing to, uh, you know, to, to be sure. Um, he said, you know, that uh, Michael Jackson's daughter's, um, uh, ups and downs have been uh, well chronicled. I, I don't know what they are because I really don't follow that uh, all that closely. But he, he said Prince has done well. He doesn't know about Blanket. And Blanket, yeah, I mean, that's Michael Michael Jackson's son's name is uh, is Blanket. I don't know who he hung off that that um, that balcony. Uh, but, you know, when you think of uh, the addiction, the drug addiction, you got to think, my God, um how, how close a tragedy that was, Michael Michael Jackson, uh, uh, you know, serious drug addict, right? I mean, prescription drugs uh, doesn't make him less of a drug addict. And, uh, you know, I say that sympathetically. A lot of people are dealing with substance abuse and, and everything else. But you talk about a bizarre um, existence to be brought up in. You know, I'm sure many people are like, yeah, I would have loved to have that bizarre existence, the fame and the, the money. But, you know, look. Uh, as we know, so many famous uh, offsprings of of folks, and especially when they're iconic and and by the way, uh, it, sometimes bizarre in their behavior, such as a Michael Jackson, uh, you uh, you know you have to wonder what the follow up is uh, is to them. And I know people do those kind of shows, but Harvey Levin would be great at kind of a follow-up to what's going on. Sounds like he has a good relationship. If you got Debbie Rowe, Michael's ex-wife, um, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a, there's a good chance he can get the kids. I think that'd be a great special. But Debbie Rowe, uh, I didn't know that, that she was the, I, you know, and again, I just, maybe I should. I'd, I don't follow this all that closely, this kind of thing all that closely. And the fact that she worked for that doctor, and they were, you know, giving out Percocets like uh, like M&Ms at parties and bring 90 Percocets. Uh, you know, the fact that she ended up being Michael Jackson's wife uh, is, is uh, very telling of, of how uh, connected he was to uh, to these drugs, these prescription drugs. And that's no shot at Debbie Rowe. I mean, it's, it's great that she's out there. Uh, check it out tomorrow. TMZ investigates who really killed Michael Jackson. Harvey Levin has been our very special guest. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down. This is Breaking It Down with your host, Frank McKay, on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone.
to breaking it down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Vicki Schnapps is uh, is the publisher of not only Dan's papers, but uh, 88, 88 separate news outlets, and they're all absolutely wonderful. And this is our weekly edition of Dan's papers out and about in the Hamptons. And what a week to be talking to Vicky. Uh, it's uh, it's the end, the end of the uh, the Hamptons Classic, and another spectacular uh, year. And here is Vicky to tell us about Vicky. How are you? I am fabulous, and just coming back from the Hampton Classic, we were the media sponsor, Frank, so we were there every single day with our dance papers table overlooking the arena with these stunningly beautiful horses and these professional riders. So people may not realize that the Hampton Classic is a show where the horses jump over fences. And the idea is to jump over the fences and knock, not, not, knock down any of the bars. And so it was a very exciting finish today, which is I'm talking to you on a Sunday, and it is going to be heard on Monday, but the facts will not change. There was a California wonderful owned horse that won $410,000, beating out last year's Israeli victor by two seconds. But I have to share with you, Frank, that, you know, I know it's about the horses. It's the Hampton Classic. But for me, it was also, most importantly, people watching and people greeting. And my treat of all treats was to see our wonderfully talented former mayor, Mike Bloomberg, and to have a chance to chat with him and talk a little political gossip, like, you know, we would like to see Eric Adams call a war on crime and develop a war room. And then we saw... Jay Schneiderman, who's the county supervisor, and then we saw Steve Ballone. Um, well, he's actually in the Southampton supervisor, yep. and Steve Ballone is the, Hampton, is the whole Suffolk County uh, supervisor. And they were all with big smiles, and everybody was happy. It was such a happy space. And I got a chance to uh, meet some old friends. John Katsimidis was there, and my wonderful Dr. Pete Michalos, who is the doctor of doctors. And he uh, was, you know, was, he's six foot seven. So, Frank, I got to get a picture with him where he stood on the ground, and I, took, I stood on top. So, for the first time since I've known him, I was almost up to his shoulders. <laughs> so, it was, <laughs> it was quite a, you know, a great photo op, and that was going on like crazy. Photo ops, everybody taking pictures. Uh, we saw Assemblywoman Rebecca C. right there with the brilliant Jay Hershenson, who runs Queens Colleges. Uh, really all their relationships and uh, they were there with Todd Shapiro and his wife Liz and you know the Frank one of the things about the Hampton Classic it's kind of like a I wouldn't call it a mini but I would say it's a hat day for the ladies so every day I had a different hat to wear and I was so it was just so much fun (laughs) I feel like a little kid in a candy store which outfit am I going to wear with which hat (laughs) it was a time to have trivialness of life 
And everybody loved it who was there. So, you know, there are seats, you know, I think for $35 that you can get right in the grandstand next year. But it's a once a year special event. But this year, you know, it may be the end of the quote-unquote season this Labor Day weekend. But this week coming up, we've got some great events I want to share with you, Frank. We've got some live shows. The Complete Unknowns, a two-night celebration of Bob Dylan. And that's going to be Friday and Saturday night. And that is going to be at the Bay Street Theater. And then, of course, there's the wonderful Hamptons Festival of Music. And that's going to be Friday through Sunday. And that's going to be over in Wainscott at the LTV Studios. It's really a great chance to enjoy a three-night classical musical festival. Imagine? So that's fabulous. And then my favorite West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center in West Hampton Beach is featuring the Grammy-nominated Emmy Award-winning actor-director Craig Ferguson. So he's going to be doing his comedy in live at the uh, you know West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center and you can be able to catch that. He's been on the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson, and I think he's somebody that you don't want to miss, and that's going to be um, this September 10th. And then, of course, we go on to Southampton, Sahara, at Southampton Public House. That's where we had the public house. We had our Kentucky Derby, Dance Papers Kentucky Derby night, was at the public house right there on Job's Lane in Southampton, and they're going to have live music, and that's going to be on Thursday, September 15th, if you want to plan ahead. But don't be bored, because there's also a lovely free arts and, arts and crafts festival going on in Sag Harbor this coming Saturday, September 10th. And that's during the day, 9 to 5. And there's a wonderful Sag Harbor Farmer's Market every Saturday from 9 to 1. And then West Hampton Beach has a... I mean, it's hard to get in. It's so crowded with all the fabulous vendors at the West Hampton Beach Farmer's Market. So those are great fun. And then uh, they have a um, <laughs> to clean up. You know, they have to be watching the environment. So they're going to be cleaning up the hometown beaches at Sofo Beach. And I think, you know, you can join in the fun. And that's in Bridgehampton and the Bridgehampton Sag Harbor Turnpike right over there on Saturday. September 10th. So the beaches are alive and well because of the volunteers that help keep it that way. And then it's cute. They call it Back to the Tenth. And that's on Saturday, September 10th. And this is a fabulous event at the Agawam Park. And they're featuring vendors, live entertainment, wine tastings. And there's a really wonderful way to be there in Southampton at 51 Pond Lane. And the, and, and the things go on, and there's another wonderful thing, which is sail over to the Noyak Bay. And that's the 40th annual Sag Harbor Cup Benefit Regatta. And there'll be an awards gala if you'd like to attend at the Breakwater Yacht Club. And that's this Saturday and September 10th. So you see, the season may be quote-unquote over, but life in the Hamptons goes on full blast. And we're going full blast here at Dance Papers. I love this one at the Guild Hall on four consecutive Saturdays, starting September 10th. They are going to be having love letters to a surrogate. 
and it's going to really be a wonderful opportunity to see some great people perform. So, you know, I think those are just a few of the wonderful things that you can find available for you to enjoy in the Hamptons. Uh, besides the people watching, you know, you, you sit down at Main 75 on Main Street in Southampton, and you see one celebrity after another walking by. And it's such fun to, you know, stop and look and take a picture. Most of the celebrities are very willing to have their picture taken. Um, one of my favorites, I, in fact, I wore a hat that I got from a fabulous shop in the uh, Eastport Main Street on Montauk Highway. They have this wonderful beyond-the-reach vintage store. And the hat I wore to the Hamptons was from a vintage store. So I love when I see flea and vintage markets, and there is one in the Hamptons on Sunday, September 11th. And that's going to be from 10 to 4. And it'll be at the meeting house on, you know, right there, right in the heart of Southampton. So that's always, you know, you never know what treasures you're going to find. We just had Iris Apfel at the Hampton Synagogue celebrating her 101st birthday. And talk about flea market stuff. Well, you know, Iris is an icon in the fashion industry putting together all kinds. Of, I mean, she wears 10 bracelets at once. And then she wears necklaces from her neck to her belly button. And then, I mean, she is such a remarkable fashion, uh, what shall we say, uh, aficionado. But she has made herself into a brand. And she has collected thousands of pieces of jewelry. Some of her creation, but some of her collecting pieces. So we had a ball giving her a celebration, and I was over at her 101st birthday party at Christy Brinkley's house. Wow. Now, I'm not allowed to say where Christy Brinkley lives, but let me tell you that even though we were going to a party invited to her house, we had to meet at the Topping Rose. They wouldn't give us her address. And we had to meet at the Topping Rose and a caravan of three cars with one person having Christie's address. We went into her compound, and she's behind these beautiful gates into a long road way up to the hill. And there is this wonderful old world house. It's almost like a compound. And we went into the backyard, and the place was set up not only for a birthday party for Iris Athel, but for a world premiere of a wonderful, I'm not allowed to say yet, documentary about one of our most favored, beloved music groups. So as soon as I can announce it, next week tune in. I'll tell you what that fabulous preview was all about. But there was Katie Couric, and there were people from uh, all different walks of life coming with this exclusive showing in Christie's backyard. Her yard is so big, they set up this enormous, I don't know, maybe it was size of a room, 25-foot screen, and they projected this movie, documentary, onto the screen. And we all sat in little chairs looking up at the screen. So it was really fun to see Christy Brinkley and her talented daughters. I met her daughter, who is a photographer and looking to build her career. She says, I've had enough with modeling. I'm ready now to do my thing, and I want to be a photographer. 
So I offered her a job at Dan's. I don't know. Ooh. I'll keep you posted, Frank, yeah. if she accepts. Well, <laughs> hey, listen, keep your thought for one second. We got a quick break here. Frank McKay here, much more importantly, Vicki Schnepps, the, uh, the publisher of Dan's Papers, and, uh, and we're listening to, you are listening to Out and About in the Hamptons, talking about the, the classic and other things. Frank McKay signing off just for now. We'll be back right after this with Vicki Schnapps. It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Long Island Vibes. On 107.1 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. Now here's your host, Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone back to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Out and About in the Hamptons. That's Dan's Papers, Out and About in the Hamptons with publisher Vicki Schnapps. She's the queen of media. She has, uh, she has one news outlet for every key on a piano, 88 different <laughs> news outlets. Uh, she's, she's absolutely wonderful. And we're just coming off of the, the classic, and we're talking about 9 o'clock, uh, 9.30 on, on Sunday night. She's got to be exhausted. I can't believe she hasn't fallen on her face at this point. Vicki Schnapps, welcome back. Well, listen, you know, weekends like this are also family weekends. So I was so happy to have uh, my children out with my grandchildren, and it was just so joyous, and we just celebrated my daughter's fiancé's birthday at Salt and Loft in West Hampton Beach. They have the best vegan hamburger. <laughs> so if you're into that, there's a great Salt and Loft in West Hampton Beach. It's a great place to go. So, you know, the Hamptons have been filled with great things happening from uh, Iris Atfeld's 101st birthday celebration. And not only did we have a synagogue dinner raising money for the synagogue, we're celebrating Iris's 101st birthday. But then Christy Brinkley did a birthday party for her and was celebrating not just Iris's birthday, but also the opportunity for all of us to preview um, premiere a documentary about the Rolling Stones. Ah. I, I told it. I told it. Yeah. I wasn't supposed to tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the Rolling Stones, I mean, that's 60 years of magic from them. I mean, nobody lasts 60 years in rock and roll. And, and uh, you know, who better to, uh, to do a documentary or watch a documentary on than the Rolling Stones in the Hamptons at Christy Brinkley's house. I mean, that's absolutely amazing. I can't call it a house, Frank. i got to interrupt you. I would call it an estate. Yeah. But it was uh, decorated so warmly. You know, it really felt like a home. It was big, but it was so warm and friendly. And she had it set out where we had a patio and then a patio down to the uh, one level. And they had the bar set up. Everybody was gathering and, and chitting, chatting and saying hello. And then on the other side, they had a beautiful buffet with the best fried chicken I ever ate. So then we, we ate first, and then we watched uh, the wonderful documentary. And I had a chance to also talk to Victoria Tennant, who was married at one time to the brilliant Steve Martin, and who is a very accomplished actress herself. She lives in East Hampton. And so we had a chance to meet and to chat, and of course, we're going to be doing a profile on her because she's a very accomplished actress, screenwriter, uh, director, producer. You know, these people who are in uh, the media world really do multitask because they've learned it by being first an actress or actor and then 
feeling they can do behind the camera kinds of things. And Victoria Tennant was a really wonderful person to talk to with a fascinating life. So being married to Steve Martin, imagine. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it seems to me like, you know, how many laughs, but. Uh, we uh, were glad to have a chance to chat and, and get to know each other. So I was sharing about how uh, Christy Brinkley's daughter also uh, is in looking to get into the arts by being a photographer. So we'll see what happens with her career. But, you know, talking about the arts, there's this wonderful man, Dr. Harvey Manis. Uh, some of you may know the name if you go to Nassau County Museum of Art on Northern Boulevard in Roslyn. You will see the Harvey Manis School right there on the campus. Well, Harvey, being magnanimous, has donated a half a million dollars to the Hampton Synagogue to create the Harvey Manis School of Art Center, an art center where we can bring great art right into the new Jack's House, which is a created for children to have a place to pray, for children to have a place to play. What a combination, play and pray, right? Right. And that's where the great Chihuly windows went in. So, you know, if you want to see the Chihuly live right here in the Hamptons, go to the Hampton Synagogue and in their Jack's house, which is the one designed for children, they have a whole wall of Chihuly's fabulous glass works. And they're going to be dedicating within the next month a eight-foot Chihuly designed Chihuly designed menorah, and that will all be part of what's going on in the Hampton Synagogue, which is really going to be, I think, on the you know western tip of the Hamptons, the art place to go, and they're really developing it in the first-class way. So you can't get better than Chihuly, the master of all masters of the glass art. So we had a big weekend with uh, that announcement of that donation. And then, of course, this wonderful Hampton Classic. But, you know, come on back to now we're in the after season, but there's great stuff going on. And I love this one because it's Friday afternoon matinee. And they're going to be having um, a documentary by Amir Quest. Love Thompson about the Summer of Soul, a celebration of black history. And it really will be something that is unique, and it's going to be over at the uh, 91 Cooper's Farm Road in Southampton. So it's something that you really might want to catch because you will have a film including concert performances by Stevie Wonder, Nina Simone, and Sly and the Family Stone. And that is really going to be something special on Friday, September. Yep, not from 2 to 4 in the afternoon. And then if you want a house tour, who doesn't like to peek inside of other people's homes? Dance Papers does Behind the Hedges. And we call it that because it's a peek behind the homes that are behind the hedges. And we have many, every month we have these fabulous homes that we interview the people who um, own the house and get some great pictures of what they've created. And one of the most fun things is to see the spectacular design, interior designs of many of these homes. And then also the gardens. We have this fabulous Federica Averito, who is a landscape design artist, 
who his art his his art is in his landscaping. So there is really a beautiful inside of view Southampton House tour, and that's going to take place on Saturday, September tenth, and it's during the day from one to six, and that's a unique opportunity to view the distinguished homes of Vary and Gardens of some very elite Hamptonians, and there'll be a campaign. A campaign, well, I'm thinking of the campaign coming up for governor, but it's a champagne reception. We thought that Kathy Hochul was going to be coming to the Hampton Classic, but we see she didn't make it. But um, that's another, that's a subject for another subject, yeah. what's happening in politics. But then, covers and all, from the house tours with the champagne reception, and that again is on Saturday, September 10th, and that's going to be at the Meeting House Lane in Southampton. And then there are custom guided house tours on Saturday, September 10th. Your custom house really was the home of Henry Parker Deering, Sag Harbor's custom master after the Revolutionary War. And there's going to be a chance to go to his home. And that's going to be at 912 Main Street in Sag Harbor. So, you know, this is a, a very busy season for us with this. And then, of course, there's going to be something... The Peconic Land Trust, which has really watched over the growth and development and protection of the environment, is partnering with the Herstory Writers Workshop to explore nature and social justice through personal memoirs. And I like when they make it very personal, and that's what they're doing with this. And that's going to be on Saturday, September 10th, and that's at Mitchell Lane in Bridgehampton. So, you know, there's so many things out here in the Hamptons that make it a great place to come after Labor Day. I mean, some cases, there's really most beautiful time of the year. And I think, you know, there's going to even be a walk on the water. How do you like this one, Frank? A walk on the water fundraiser. And that's going to be raising money for surf therapy. Wow. Imagine for people with special needs, yeah. and the ticket includes beer, wine, specialty cocktails, and a live auction. Oh, those are fun. I love to bid on a, on a live auction. Rebecca Seawright, the assemblywoman, had a party in Quag, and she had an auction. And, you know, I love when friends outbid each other. It's, it could be a great uh, theater by itself. Yeah. But that walk on the water is going to be held in Montauk. So I think that that's something that's, uh, you know, helping people and having a good time. What gets better than that? Yeah. And then, of course, art exhibits will go on all over the Hamptons. But there's one I like particularly, and this is called Beauty, Love, and Inspiration, and the Garden of Friends. And that is Saturday, September 10th at 1 o'clock. And the exhibits featuring the paintings from Gerson Liebes, um, you know, period, as well as the designs of Judith Lieber. Judith Lieber, for those who don't know, was a Hungarian refugee that came penniless to our country and created jewel boxes. I call them jewel boxes because each of her little purses, and they're always something you can uh, hold, you know, it's almost like carrying a piece of jewelry around. And she had left her collection to the Judith Lieber Museum, and that's going to be in East Hampton. So it's like peeking into another world, but that's a self-made woman who really came with nothing and created something that is a um, an iconic brand, Judith Lieber. 
So I think that that's something that um, just to look at them and touch them is a treat. You don't have to own them. Sometimes just looking at it and thinking of people's creativity is a um, mind-boggling activity and I think an enjoyable one. And so we also have Terry Elkins' Paintings Past and Present, and they're going to be on view through September 11th, and that's going to be over there at the uh, Main Street at 4 North Main Street in Southampton. And there's going to be some wonderful paintings to enjoy. It's like going to a museum. I just came back from Spain with my children, my family, and we had a wonderful, wonderful time. And we went to a few museums, and that really is special too. So I'm so happy to share with you how these wonderful events in the Hamptons, North Fork and South Fork, can be had by everyone. Come on, come on down. I, I can't imagine that you're 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 still not falling on your face after this uh, this week. What a week! And you've been everywhere. You've been at the classic. Every you've been with every celebrity that came there, and everyone dying to get their picture taken with you, and and everything. I just saw you in action, and I'm exhausted watching you. Uh, absolutely wonderful. <laughs> and and your whole staff at uh, Dan's Papers, and uh, to everyone. Uh, you've been listening to Vicki Schnepps, uh, from uh, she's the publisher of Dan's Papers and 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 eighty seven other outlets. Uh, one outlet for every key on the piano. And uh, I must share one other thing, Frank. Yes. I'm going to interject. The name of Catherine Ellums, my precious, precious employee, who really created us at the Hamptons with this special table and a special way to greet every guest. So I'm a shout out to Catherine. Amazing. She was absolutely amazing. Uh, Vicki Schnepps is the voice you've been hearing, and you can hear her every Monday uh, starting at 8 p.m. here on uh, on Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Out and About in the Hamptons with Vicki Schnepps and Dan's Papers Out and About in the Hamptons. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down. In many ways, Long Island is the story of America. It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Long Island is definitely the place for you. Now, here's your host, Frank McKay, on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.